Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, where Kawhi Leonard needs to stay in Toronto, Canada. Today's his birthday, June 29th. He is turning 28 years old. And to tell you more great things, there are around 160 completed skyscrapers in Toronto and 112 more that are being constructed. 112 more, Kawhi. How is that po- How big of a city is Toronto, Ontario, Canada? That there's already 160 completed skyscrapers and 112 more that are being constructed. The CNE uses 15,240 decks of cards every single year. Toronto's shoreline stretches 43 kilometers long. 138 kilometers if bays and islands are are included. And you want to leave Kauai? I mean, I'm serious. Do I do not want him to leave Toronto. I'm dead serious about that. I want him to stay. I want him to build something. It's going to bother me that I think he is going. I think that this is probably all said and done. He's either going to end up with the Clippers or Lakers, and God, I hope I'm wrong about that feeling. I think that a lot makes sense for him in Toronto. A lot makes sense for him in Toronto. You can continue to build something. You can win multiple championships. You'll make runs at multiple championships. If you leave, it only strengthens the asterisk. And I hate asterisks, and I don't want to give an asterisk, but it only strengthens the asterisk for those who want to make arguments against you. Because while it will always say in the annals of NBA history that the Toronto Raptors were the 2019 champions, and the annals of every club and every bar and every social gathering out there that talks about the NBA and talks about the great game, they will bring up that you couldn't do it if Kevin Durant was on the floor, and then you joined with Kevin Durant? Well, why don't you pull up a lawn chair and sit in the corner and watch Kevin go to work. That's what's going to be used. And I don't like that it's going to happen either. I don't want to sit here and talk, well, the league was so much better that the league, it's it's different. And every single time it gets brought up, I start to roll my eyes, or at least the good eye that I got right now today. Because I don't, I don't want to be the guy who bitches and moans about the way things used to be in the 90s. And guys stayed where they were at. They built with a team, and they, they, they stayed with their teams. Most of those guys, pre-free agency, a lot, of that, a lot of those situations sucked. They just didn't say it because they knew that they were stuck and they didn't have anywhere else to go unless there was a trade by the teams. Now we know a little bit more. Now we know, frankly, we know too much. And yeah, they can make their own decisions. Players are empowered, and this is the era. And yeah, you'll tell me all day long that, Ken, you're just going to have to get used to it because things aren't going to change. Fine. I'll get used to there not being any more dynasties. 
I'll get used to not talking about regular season. I'll get used to people posting stories about guys and where they're going to go when they haven't even left the floor when their series ended, like Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'll continue to bother people in the great city of Milwaukee about where their superstar is going to go and whether or not he's going to stay there long term and whether or not that the ownership is willing to pony up the cake to keep him there. And then I'll kill more of that fan base, and then we'll kill more of the regular fan bases out there. That's what that's just what we'll do. Fine, you want it your way, we'll do it your way. Because I get it. I know they're their own man and they can do any, make any decision they want. And if I had that type of scratch, I'd probably make every decision I could possibly make to make myself happy, to make my family happy, because I've never had that power and probably a little bit of it is jealousy for all of us. I understand. And I ain't even going to say a little bit of it's jealousy. I think a lot of it's jealousy. It's jealousy. Because most people, they go anywhere, they try, and they might want to leave. But they try to make a good home where they're from. A person in Milwaukee who was born and raised and will die in Milwaukee has tried to make the best life for themselves possible. And over that time, they've grown to love Milwaukee. They've grown to be proud of Milwaukee and the good things about Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And yeah, they have some bad things in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, absolutely. But doesn't every major city out there? And you're telling me that Milwaukee, Wisconsin isn't a great place to be for the rest of your life because you're leaving me? And I'm a Bucks fan and I've been here and now I just turn away. That part sucks. And you can't tell me otherwise. I get it. I totally get it. I get their empowerment. I do. I really, really do. I understand that most of the guys calling in saying that they wouldn't watch the sport anymore are lying. Man, it just sucks, though. And that's the only way you can put it. Because I'll tell you what, being in one of the Midwestern cities, I've had to tell an audience every single day since LeBron left, a team is never going to win a championship again. Team's not going to win a champion, and I sincerely, I sincerely believe that. Team is not going to win a championship again. I don't believe that they can put it together. They can draft all the right players. I think all those right players will probably end up leaving. This is the way of the league. And so for me, what am I left to hold on to? Well, I guess I'm a fan of players. I don't want to be a fan of players. I want to be a fan of teams. It should bother you. It does it. In, it does in the NFL. If you have a a person who lives in your neighborhood who's a fan of another team, don't tell me you don't all of a sudden think a little bit different. If you're riding around in Kansas City, Missouri today, and you see someone with a Raiders flag on their porch, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. We do that in the NFL. We do that a little bit with baseball. Baseball is very regional. The NBA, well, I guess it's okay. That Steph Curry, he's just such a likable guy. I guess you can just have all the Steph Curry stuff you want if you're in Cleveland, Ohio, or if you're in if you're in Los Angeles, California. Just everybody everybody loves Steph. And Steph, by the way, was drafted by that team, and he'll stay the entire time, too. So he does make it perfect. He's not even the best example for my argument. But you're forcing us to be fans of players instead of teams. Eventually that just gets old and tiring. Maybe it's the next generation. Maybe I just need to catch up with the next generation. Video games are shorter and shorter out there. Our attention spans are, are shorter and shorter out there. We, 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 we focus on different things all the time. Obsessive compulsion has got to be up. Going from other things have got to be up. And now players and people, well, if Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant got together, how long would they be together? Probably about three years. Kevin Durant would be 34, 35. 
Kawhi would be 32, probably find one more team to play with, get his buddies together in another city, and that'll be it. It's about three years. And then when LeBron has decided to go, and then Anthony Davis is there, Anthony Davis will either stay in L.A. as a Laker and he'll bring somebody else in. By that time, Zion Williamson will be ready to make his first move. We'll talk about that. Giannis Antetokounmpo will be a big one, and they'll just go city to city. Friendship to friendship. Challenging themselves and each other if they can actually put it together. That's the new rivalry. It's it's inward. The 1% challenging itself. All right, I've gone to Miami. I've fixed Miami. I've, I've made myself a champion with, with Dwayne Wade. Thinking about LeBron just in general. Went back to Cleveland, fulfilled that prophecy. Now I'm off to L.A. If I win a championship in L.A., things are going to be different there too. I can take credit for that. That is not nearly as much fun as Lakers-Celtics. That is not nearly as much fun as any of the other rivalries that have happened in the past. The bad boys, that era, that stuff's all dead. And I guess I'm just going to have to get used to it. It bothers me that you always tell me I have to get used to it. But here we are. If I had it my way, here's where they'd all go. If I had it my way, Kevin Durant would stay in Golden State. I think the fans there would eventually accept him if he signed long-term. I think if he signed long-term and stayed there on the sidelines while his injury was completed, while he was still showing up with the fans, I think it would go a long way. I think they would accept him. I don't know if it would ever be Steph's team, but I think that he would eventually gain some parity with Steph Curry to be the overall leader of that team. Draymond Green will have to go. That means that, that would the original big three there would be fractured. Kevin Durant would step in there, and we would see what Kevin Durant would do for the long term. Clay Thompson's basically signed, sealed, and delivered by, according to reports. Golden State's the place he should stay. It's a good story. I know he's a trash talker, and he bothers some people and rubs some people the wrong way. And we always talk about his shooting. We always talk about how many, how little dribbles it takes for him to shoot, and can he do anything else? He's a, in a great spot. He's protecting his spot. It's the right decision to make. Kyrie Irving, if Kyrie Irving's smart with himself and honest with himself, he'll go to L.A. Kyrie Irving's not a number one. Boston proved it. It's a pressure-packed area. It's a long, historic team. They loved blaming him on the way out. There's tons of pressure there. He couldn't handle any of it. And he might fool himself and go to the Nets and try to be the number one again. He might still believe he's the number one. A lot of competitors do. But he made great music with LeBron James in Cleveland. He was great with LeBron in Cleveland. Never could really win without LeBron in Cleveland, but was great with LeBron in Cleveland. He's a great number two. Great finisher, great scorer, great player. Could do the whole thing and could do all that again and resurrect his image playing in big basketball games and hitting big shots and reminding people what he did in 2016 playing for the L.A. Lakers with LeBron. If you ask me, I think Jimmy Butler's best option would be with the Clippers, but that's with Ka- that's with Kawhi. If he wasn't able to go play with Ka- with Kawhi with the Clippers, I think that Houston would be a really good option for him. He's from there. He's got no nonsense, except when he wants nonsense. He's got no nonsense. There's been nonsense with Chris Paul. There's been nonsense with him and James Harden. I think he could possibly try to end that. Either that or it would implode. But it probably would be the best fit outside of Philly, but it looks like Philly's going to do what they can to retain his services. Kemba, I think, makes tons of sense in Boston. That thing was put together like, man, that's a good match. The fan base there is strong. Kemba is a hard worker. He's one of the best-kept secrets in the NBA. NBA fans know exactly who Kemba Walker is. Everybody else out there, you look at great players around this league, 
you see who these guys are. You recognize who these guys are. I think Kemba Walker could punch Haffey in the face. You wouldn't know who he is. You will know who he is playing for the Boston Celtics. Kawhi, I, I think it's Toronto. And I, wi- I, I wish, if I had it my way, it'd be Toronto. But I think overall, what he will end up doing is probably going to L.A. Either that or the Knicks. And reward James Dolan for being a boobish owner for a very long period of time. 855-2124-CBS. We'll get to your calls. We'll figure out what you want them to do. What do you want them to do? Not what you think they're going to do. Where do you want these guys to land? Especially Kawhi Leonard. Up next is Five Burning Questions. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's do it. Hickey, it's time for five burning questions. All right, Ken. Obviously, talked a lot of NBA today, but yesterday the NBA announced that they are using a coach's challenge in the summer league and then will implement the rule for the upcoming 2019-2020 season. So each coach gets one challenge uh, per game regardless of the outcome. So in the NFL, you get a third if uh, you get the first to right. One no matter what, if you're uh, right or wrong. You can only challenge called fouls, goaltending, basket interference, or a ball out of bounds. This sucks. So this this already sucks. For the NBA. This already just sucks. Now we're going to have coaches. We want to do this in the NBA now, too, which I, I don't understand how they're able to do it in baseball. And I know there's only a finite amount. I don't understand how you're able to do it in baseball, but there's no penalty if you get it wrong. Because you've still wasted time. Isn't that what would go with me on this, Hick? Isn't that what baseball's trying to not do is waste time? That's their biggest enemy right now is time. So you're doing this in baseball, but if you get it wrong, there's really no penalty. Like you should be able to give up an out or something. If you should have to give up an out or something if if you get a challenge wrong in baseball. Right, yeah, that's what hockey does. You get a penalty if you get the uh, coach exactly. wrong. Because you, you shouldn't be wasting people's time. It's a ridiculous thing. Now, usually, I've noticed here that because of the replay, does it seem to you that a lot of a lot of calls get upheld? Or not upheld, but they go with the challenge in baseball? Yes. I mean, a lot of it's too close to tell. I mean, it's like, you know. I, I, see, I don't think so. Because there's a, a lot of the ones I see, it's, it's it, was he on the bag or was he off the bag? That's that's pretty clear. I very rarely do I see anything where it, it's it's murky. It, there's a gray area whether or not he was on the bag or off the bag. I would say nine out of the ten replays that I've seen has been on the bag or off the bag, and then a play at first base. That's it. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you think differently. I watch a lot of baseball. At least I thought I did. But basketball, no. I think that this is a waste and ridiculous and. Part of what basketball is is that, yeah, there's bang-bang calls. You're going to get them. You're not going to get them. And I think it's a it's a wor- horrible way to go about that business. Next. All right, so we'll stick with baseball since the All-Star game is in your hometown. Well, wait a minute. We're just talking basketball. Well, I know. I, but just, you, I just you answered it for basketball. Of, I know, but you use a lot of baseball references in your answer. So we talked about baseball. Okay, fine. Go ahead. So the All-Star game in Cleveland uh, next week, Mike Trout. Yeah, what about it? Turned down an opportunity for the home run derby. Said the every year the league asked him to participate, and obviously he's declined every year. His seventh seventh consecutive year being an All Star, so obviously seven times he's rejected uh, MLB's request. Why? So would stars like Trout competing in the home run derby make it more intriguing? Yes, God, yes. It's like LeBron in the dunk contest. Yes. Why doesn't Mike Trout want to do it? Does he think it's going to affect his swing? I believe so, and that that's the biggest load of crap I've ever heard in my life. More time with his family. Oh well, then that's an okay load of crap that I can take. That's okay. All right. 
If it's messing up his swing, I'm not going to hear that. They did that to Jose Ramirez here in Cleveland, by the way. Last year, did I ever tell you, did we ever talk about this, Hickey? I don't believe so. It, oh, it was a big thing because we were sitting there screaming in the morning, yes, he should be in the home run derby. Why wouldn't Jose Ramirez be in the home run derby? And they pressured him so much to not be in the home run derby. You'll hurt your swing. You don't want to be like Bobby Abreu, do you? You don't want to be like Brandon Inge, do you? Yeah, two guys in the history of home run derby ruining their swings afterwards. How many guys are in home run derby every year? Two? I guess you should take those odds. By the way, what's Jose Ramirez hitting right now? About 215. So guess what? I guess home run derby really wasn't the problem, now was it? So if it's about the swing, I got problems with guys who say it's about the swing. I think that's a ridiculous cop-out. I think that's stupid by the team to put it on there. I think it robs us of seeing stars. If Mike Trout wants to spend more time with his family, then I can't argue about him spending time with his family. He wins. Fine. Do you agree or disagree with that, Hick? No, I'm I'm with you. Like I'll, I would like to see it more, but like I said, it, when it's just family trying, you know, this is really the only break they get throughout the whole season. It's tough to argue that, you know, spend a few extra days with the family. It can't really, unfortunately, go against that, you know? Fine. Next. All right. Yankees Red Sox are playing right now in London. Yankees are really putting on the Red Sox already. Uh, What's the but, score? What channel is this on? Fox? Uh, Fox. It's already 4 nothing in the top. 4 nothing. So, just like that, yes. John Sterling over there? I believe so. I believe him and Susan made the trip. Okay. Uh, but these two games are the first regular season How are games. you? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I had to do it. Go ahead. That's baseball season. Um, hey, you can't predict baseball season. <laughs> Double A, MCO. <laughs> so these are the first uh, regular season games in Europe in LB history. They're playing in the historic London Stadium. LB already announced next year they will have a series between the Cubs and the Cardinals. Uh, earlier today, Rob Manfred said he wants to play a game in Europe every year going forward. So do you like MLB's initiative to expand their play abroad? Wait a minute. Did they really put a telephone booth there for your call to the bullpen? I just missed it. Today, or is really? that or is that a Photoshop? Tell me that's a Photoshop and not real. I have to look at that up. Because I, I, I was looking at this picture here, and I saw this picture, and now I'm, I'm confused. So go ahead and read your question again, because I definitely wasn't paying attention at the end of that. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. So, so is MLB's initiative to play more games abroad good for baseball? Oh, yeah. Why not? Extending the game or expanding the game is fun. Especially in a place like London. They seem to love baseball over there from what I'm picking up. So, yeah, go ahead and do it. And this West Ham United Stadium, uh, which is their new stadium, they used to play in their old or ground. It look, boy, it looks like it's more set up for baseball than it is soccer. Look at this place. This place is beautiful. Aaron Hicks up in the dish now. Double A. MCO. Go ahead. I'm looking for this phone booth now. I can't find this phone booth. Go ahead, Hick. I, I do think there should be more, uh, more baseball in London. I think this is a good idea. Next. All right, so we'll go with some breaking news that we talked about throughout the show as Kawhi Leonard seems at least likely to be possibly teaming up with Kevin Durant to play for either the Clippers or the Knicks. Obviously, still has talks with the Raptors and Lakers as well. But if Kawhi does sign with KD, does team up with him, should he be vilified just as much like Kevin Durant was when he joined the Warriors? No, because I think there's less. He won a championship, so you could always argue... I, I don't like that he'd be leaving a sitting champion, Hickey, but you could always argue, hey, you want him a championship... Would Toronto won a championship without Kawhi Leonard? No. I'm asking you a question. No way. No. So he wouldn't have won a championship without Kawhi Leonard. So, okay, you got something you never would have gotten without Kawhi Leonard. And he goes on, and I think that the more this happens, the more we get used to it. Like, there's always things that are shocking the first time we do it. 
And then after that, you just get used to that sort of situation. With the NBA, with stars leaving and going to different places, with, with LeBron, especially with the way he did it, it was absolutely shocking. I mean, so, uh, to, to people who said that they were calling it for years, it was still shocking that it actually went down like that. I think we're going to get used to it, and I think we're probably going to start getting used to it, especially with Kawhi Leonard, because they'll pull the Band-Aid off on leaving a sitting champion, and there might be some people who are critical of it. Uh, I'll be a little bit critical of it, but again, we're supposed to understand. I think the backlash on people who are supposed to understand, we'll, we'll dig into that more. I, no, I don't think that there will be that much of a significant outrage and outpouring of people who are outraged because of that. No. All right. And finally, Tyree Kill, uh, Chiefs wide receiver, met with NFL investigators for eight hours on Wednesday, obviously going back to his alleged child abuse case uh, with him and his girlfriend. Now, MLB, uh, I'm sorry, NFL announced that there could be a possible. Oh, my God, I get to do it. Hold on. It's an A bomb for Aaron. A two run home run. Is that, that's, I can't do a John Sterling. He's a big Hicks. Hits one. Is that what he says? To the sticks. Hicks to the sticks. Aaron Hicks. Oh, you're on the sticks, Hicks. And Hicks hits a two-run home run, and the Yankees lead it six to nothing. That's a great call. This segment will go all the way to the sports update. Sorry, go ahead. What was the question? I can tell you did some play-by-play back in the day. Very impressive. Um, so like said, yeah, but I'm trying to do a John Sterling, and it sucks. So go ahead. About Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, so the NFL announced that a possible punishment could come before the start of training camp, uh, which is July 26th. Now, he's not rejoined the Chiefs since the audio of him talking to his girlfriend was leaked all the way back in April. So what do you think the punishment should be? You better make it significant because if it's only four games, the people who talk about Josh Gordon and the weed are going to get in there. You better make it significant. You better go after this. I'm telling you, you have to. And if you're the Kansas City Chiefs or anybody else, I don't think you can give this guy another chance. I'm serious. If the the Chiefs were to cut ties, I think first off it should be at least eight games. Second of all, if the Chiefs cut ties with this guy, I don't know if anybody else can pick him up. You gave him a second chance in the first place when you drafted him. Then these two incidents that have really happened here over the last year have said you have a pattern of volatile behavior no matter what. This is ugly. We can't allow you to have this. Kareem Hunt has an eight-game suspension, rightfully so. I know this is a bit of he said, she said. You still need to get your personal affairs in order. I can't say that he's guilty of it because the authorities can't say that he's guilty of it or even allege that he's really guilty of it. So I can't either. But I know that you need to get your personal life in order. I know that you need to be much more responsible with your children. I know you need to do that. I can allege that you need to be a better father, and I allege that you need to be a better representative of the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs. I know that he's not a role model. I'm not asking him to be a role model. I'm asking you to do what's necessary to keep yourself in this lap of luxury that the NFL affords. And if you can't, we will just find another fast guy who can make catches. The NFL is filled with guys who would love to take that spot. And Tyreek Hill is not changing anything. See, that's what I don't understand that the NFL doesn't do. And I'm going to go off on some tangent here, and i got to get to Greg Caserta. Because you sit there and you bend over backwards for these guys when really, and fans don't realize this, if you wanted them to take a stand, they take a stand. If you don't care, they don't care. And ultimately, we don't care. And I'm guilty of it too, just like anybody else out there. Because on Sundays, I'm still going to cheer for those players. I'm still going to cheer for those guys who make my team better, even though they're probably not great into 
individuals, knowing full well you'll cheer for other guys. You are Browns fans and Chiefs fans and Dolphins fans and Raider fans and Cowboys fans and all 32 teams fans. And if they find somebody else who doesn't beat women or beat kids or deal drugs or commit stupid crimes that really embarrass themselves, their families, and their organizations, and their fan bases, and make you have to do mental gymnastics, you will be a fan of somebody else. Because they'll find, and it can just find somebody else who doesn't do those things. It could still be good. But eventually, we just don't care. And Tyreek Hill will be allowed to play. And I literally, and I mean this sincerely because you know I don't talk about this much, I pray to God Almighty that he doesn't commit this type of stupidity again. That he or allegedly commits this type of stupidity again. Because if he does, I can't imagine the reaction until people eventually get over it and the NFL goes back to the way they were. Does that answer the question, Hick? Oh, Hicks on the phone. 855-2124-CBS. Up next, I think I was wrong about young players taking the torch. Just make sure you remember, except for one guy, they've all played for LeBron, not with him. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. That's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by Geico. There's good news for you. You can go to Geico, you switch to Geico, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on car insurance. I, I, I've i held my tongue too long on Tyreek Hill. I, I haven't got more to get unload. I really do. Because you don't want to you don't want to find yourself in a position where you have to apologize and well, you know, the they've they've closed the case and they've opened the case, and it looks like his wife or his girlfriend made him try to look bad. You know what? At the end of all this, there's still a small kid. Turn the music down. There's still a small kid who has a broken arm under mysterious circumstances because that's always normal in any single household out there. At the very, can we just, let's just put this down for a second. Because I've only spoken about it from a football standpoint. I didn't even get the entire scope of it out. At its very worst, this is a guy who caused severe bodily injury to his child, allegedly. At its very best, you have two people who raise a child who then use that child as a pawn against each other. That's at its very best situation. Like, my God, I I know we're on Sirius, and I know I can cuss on Sirius. I know I can't cuss on the other ones. My God, do I want to right now. Tyreek Hill made $1.965036 thanks to Spotrek million dollars last year. That was the fourth year of his contract. Going or excuse me, I beg your pardon, I didn't read this right. He was due to make $1.965036 million this year. He made $630 last year. He made $540 the year before, $450 the year before that. This is still life-changing money. 1.9 is still life-changing money. If you weren't such an absolute dumbass, you could make money that changes your life, your family's life, most notably your child's life for generations. And it should be upsetting to all of us that when we do put in the entire scope of it, the best-case scenario is that these are two people who use children against each other in an argument. My God. 
You, know, you can say whatever you want. I've seen guys. I've been an NFL. I've been in an NFL locker room now for the past decade, and I have seen guys come from horrible backgrounds, and they have used the opportunity given to them to make a better life for themselves, to make a better life for their families. There have also been idiots. This falls under the auspices of an idiot. The problem is, is that you can't even give me a bunch of examples of the ones that do it good. I can give you plenty of Tyreek Hill, sad to say. Ken, doesn't he deserve a second chance? Yep, everybody deserves a second chance. It's never too late to mend. I do believe that. He gets right with himself. He gets right with his family. He gets right with, with what he prays to. He can do better. I, I believe that. I really do. About Tyreek Hill, I believe that about everybody. But just because you get a second chance, you get a second chance in life. You don't need a second chance in the NFL. I don't have to give you a second chance at this type of income, of this type of luxury. That's on you. And the worst thing about it is that I almost I punish your son instead of you. Just put your mind around that for a second. If it were the neighbors down the street, you'd be standing out in your front lawn with a baseball bat. And we got people, well, I'm afraid if they cut him, then someone else is going to pick him up. Because we do talk sports. You're not a major league bastard for thinking that. You're a sports fan. And you've been conditioned to think that way. Because it always breaks down to this. If the NFL had balls and they really wanted to do it, and I don't know why they don't, they could just never have that guy play for them again. We gave you an opportunity. You messed up. Domestic violence is really, really bad. And now I'm reading what it could be four games according to Pro Football Talk. That's less than pot. I mean, really, that's the same as PEDs. But again, I'll line up and I'll talk about it. And I will root for it on Sunday. I'm part of the problem just as much as you. I'm not up on a soapbox. I'm just with you right now. Because you know it and I know it's true. If the NFL said, you know what, we can't have the we can't have this type of stuff. We can't have Tyreek Hill beating his kids. We can't even have him allegedly beating his kids. One is too many. We gave him another opportunity. He messed that opportunity up. I'm sorry. You are banned from the NFL from life. We are deciding on that. You'd find somebody else to root for. You would just find somebody else. You did it before. Justin Blackman had a weed problem. Justin Blackman had an alcohol problem, a drug drug problem, and they got rid of Justin Blackman, and we haven't talked about Justin Blackman since. We do it all the time for drugs and alcohol, all the time. We just find somebody else to root for. We used to sit here in my situation, because, again, I can only go personally, and I know you're probably tired of hearing it. Six years, we had conversations about Josh Gordon for six years seasons, begging Josh to stay clean, begging, making every rule, change we can. We studied the CBA, argued about pot in America for six years about Josh Gordon, even though it wasn't just pot. And the second they traded him, there were a couple of people who were upset, and then they just started rooting for other players. Now they root for Odell Beckham Jr. You'll just move on. And that's weed. That's drugs. As far as I know, now Josh Gordon has has been petulant in his own right. Josh Gordon has been supremely immature in his own right. We can bring up the we can bring up the paternity test that has somehow slipped his mind because you know you forget things like that. It's like your car keys. 
But you just find somebody else to root for. At least he has, you know, he is addicted to drugs. He is addicted to alcohol. You could say, hey, you know, he has an addiction. We have to work on this addiction. We can try to work through this addiction, which they tried to. They have. But, of course, there have been long-standing, strong punishments for Josh Gordon. We're talking about this possibility where, at its very worst, you have embarrassed yourself publicly. You have used a child in a game against your girlfriend or wife or whatever you're calling her. and, And it's four games. And we force you to do the mental gymnastics. That's the worst. For us, that's the worst part. We force you to do it. We force you, and we hear these calls. Like, I heard Zach Gelb yelling at a guy, and rightfully so, about the Tyreek Hill situation, where that guy, if that happened to his wife or his daughter or his neighbor... Any of that stuff, he'd be losing his mind. But when it comes to the NFL, well, you know, we got to get all the facts straight here. You know, we got to see what it is both sides because we really got to beat the Raiders on Sunday. That's what we do. And if it was zero tolerance, we go, okay, they, they, they have an investigation. We have an investigation. You haven't been found guilty. But we gave you another chance, and if they just wanted to get rid of you, yeah, there'd be an injunction, yeah, there'd be, there would be a grievance filed, yeah, there'd be a lawsuit filed, all, all that stuff. And they could always say, you found yourself arrested, we're firing your ass for cause, get out of our league. And you'd move on. You'd find other guys to root for. Patrick Mahomes is an MVB caliber quarterback. Do, do the Kansas City Chiefs, I ask any Chiefs fan out there, I ask any NFL fan out there who knows anything about the, about the, about the game, do you really think that Tyreek Hill, is the end-all, be-all for the Kansas City Chiefs. If that is, that's a sad-ass indictment on Patrick Mahomes and the greatness that he possibly possesses. The overall talent that he possesses, it goes without saying. Judas Priest. Grinding our hands and wishy-washiness and and, and eight-hour meetings and ten-hour meetings and all these meetings to figure out what Tyreek Hill and Tyreek Hill did or didn't. Just get rid of him. You can get rid of all. You want to do it to Kareem Hunt? You don't want to give him a second chance? He did kick a woman on video. Get rid of him. Fine. Bye. I don't have to do mental gymnastics then. By the way, other guys might fall in line because of it. He deserves a second chance. You don't deserve a second chance at that type of income. You don't deserve it. You can be given it. You don't deserve it. You can get a second chance. Go get your ass down at labor ready and go get in line for a job over at a construction site. Go know what it's like to work for a living and skate by on your leather ass for the rest of your life, and then you can sit there and wonder what you really gave up. 855-2124-CBS. Before we end the show today, and I didn't mean to end it so angrily, um, I want to make a mention here. Uh, the Youngstown Vindicator. There are people might, who might be listening at, on twelve forty uh, in Youngstown, and if you are, it, it might not be. It's Saturday for crying out loud. Um, if you are, uh, the Youngstown Vindicator is closing shop after a hundred and fifty years of documenting some of the best, most colorful, ugliest at times, but most colorful history uh, that we have found in America. What makes the Youngstown area great, and I mean this, my wife is from there. I've gotten to know the Youngstown area very, very well. The Valley. Uh, from having friends from there, from from driving there, from being there, that whole area, western Pennsylvania, eastern Ohio, that nice pocket of Americana, it, it really is uh, something that is truly special. And when you lose a newspaper like this, where the reason I thought it was cool is because it is the paper that Henry Hill picks up at the end of Goodfellas. 
I'm from 60 miles away. It's a different world. Not even 60 miles away from where I'm from with Youngstown. It's a different world. And it was cool to see Henry Hill pick up that newspaper at the end of Goodfellas. It's a movie. But as a kid, you grow up. I'm watching that movie. It's an incredible movie, obviously. And at the end, when I'm at, when I'm in Youngstown, got to get a vindicator. Got to hold the same paper that Henry Hill. And I know that that's goofy and maybe to some of you sad, but that's still what we do with movies. And it's still part of the coolness that makes, makes Youngstown and that area great. And it's part of what makes it very, very sad that after 150 years of documenting an incredible, colorful history, the days when the steel mills were roaring, when the steel mills were built, to the days that they were closed down, to the days that a struggling area tried to figure themselves out, where there were mob killings, car bombs, Jimmy Trafficant, whether or not the Jimmy Trafficant was actually going to be able to get to the jobs, to the day that Jimmy Trafficant died, and then the possibilities of falling under his own tractor, and whether or not that really was the truth or not, to all of that, they documented that history for a long time. What a newspaper does for an area, it gives it not just a sense of self-worth, it gives it a sense of community. I know that the times are changing. I know that there eventually will be all digital, and we consume news, and we consume our media and our entertainment different than we ever have before. I understand that a lot of the stations that I'm on right now will eventually close, and we'll all go online, and we'll all do things differently. That's all understood, and an area needs to change with the times just as much as anything. But yesterday was a very, very sad day to see that news in a proud area that holds itself in high regard that has dealt with job loss, that has dealt with the slings and arrows of the Rust Belt, that has had to deal with so many questions to their own self-worth, so many questions to their lives, so many questions to their jokes. Those are the people that stand by and try to make a better living for themselves, try to make a better living for others, try to make a better living for everybody involved. It's a sense of community. And when a newspaper goes, you lose, no matter what it is. Because before it was a picture in the paper, before it was a nice obituary, before it was a nice story about the church at the corner of the block and where everybody went to, and now that falls silent. And I understand that there's been other newspapers that have gone. This one hits home. Those pieces of what make the country what it is, what bring the people together and who they are, those are gone and those are lost forever. And it's a very sad, agonizing shame that the Youngstown Vindicator is one of them. Big thanks to everybody who helped me out in New York. Big thanks to everybody who called today. I'm on my way to the eye doctor. I'm Ken Carmen. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, my friends. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.